What's good, what's good, what's good in the hood? Welcome back for episode six of the Good in the Hood podcast. I am, as always, your host, Juice. And this week, I'm rejoining my, re my homie, Jay. Jay Black, to it's be exact. Uh, also, got my main man, Moon, over here, bro. Yeah. How y'all feeling, man? How y'all feeling? Oh, man, yeah. you know, happy Sunday. Before we get anything started, I got lots of, a lot of flowers to give, a lot of love to show. Uh, shout out to the Beers and Bars podcast. They always show love. Shout out to them, definitely. From the city. Salute to them. Some dope, uh, more dope cats from the city. Baseline and Beats. And shout out to Devon and my man. Big fans. And we hope to collaborate soon with y'all for sure, for sure. And shout out my man Shields over there too, man. Get back in the game. Um, and last but certainly not least, man. True North Views podcast. My boys up there in Canada. Toronto, shout out to Shola, and big shout out to my main man Harris. Gives me much advice what up? And, and much much um, feedback on the podcast. This we should do differently things. He likes me, that we do. Um, he, he really helped a lot with just the idea of how to produce a podcast. So much appreciation to him. And I can't shout out to Harris, but I shout out to the BKC, the Blank Canvas Creatives crew, man. That team over there is amazing. We do weekly playlist battles, man. If y'all are looking for like a Facebook group or a Twitter group or just a social media community to to just go to to get your your sports talk in your 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 movies talk your hip hop talk your music talk and just and share whatever you doing out there promote yourself BKC's the place to be man and also please join the Flameless Fridays and get this smoke because I'm out forget my uh, my first playlist title I need my playlist title in fact I've never got one yet it's blasphemous but yeah shout out to Uncle Vic Miss T. Everybody over there, Sharif, Trey. One more shout out to uh, definitely anybody who listening, who uh, we didn't mention. Definitely shout out Man, to you. Whether you fuck with us or whether you are op, if you are op, stick <laughs> yourself. Don't hey, care. Hey, I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of people. Everybody, yo. I'm seeing a lot of people we know ever since we got this thing started, ready to start a podcast. And trust me, there's no hate in my blood for that. I support that. I think this this is an avenue um, that. A lot of people should get aboard. I'm saying, like just so, creating so. your own platform for so, yourself. So. I like. I just like to know what um. You know, I get to talk to y'all all the time. You know I'm, I'm fortunate for that, but I just like to know what other people be thinking about, Absolutely. Or what they talk about with their friends. Because I, I, I know what we be talking about. And I listen to sometimes cap. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot. Of, cap, I, I listen to a lot of music, of course, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. From the Joe Budden podcast, Joe, Joe Rogan podcast. Need to Know podcast, um, a couple of sports drums from Barstool, um, Gilly the Kid has a hilarious podcast that I tune into every Monday, uh, so there's a lot of podcasts out there, and ever since we got this thing started, and I've been trying to network online with Instagram and Twitter, I've even got introduced to other podcasts, shouts to the Through the Cape podcast, also in the city, did some dope interviews with our, homie, our homies, MF and Mello, Fresh Waters, and Squeak Pivot, man, you know what I'm saying, so it's just... Showing love to all the creators out there, man. Get yours, create your platform, and just grow, man. We got to grow as a people. And as y'all know, when we get together, typically on this podcast, we throw up, we, we're the list boys. We, we make the list. Like we, we, we got top tens for everything. We try. It's a, it's a great way to spark debate, I feel like. It's something we always do, and we're just kicking it to begin oh, most, with. Most definitely. We, we just, always been them people. Uh, <laughs> I'll debate you on anything, anytime. I don't care. And I'm just, coming with the give stats. Give me the topic, I'm right? Come, I'm coming with the Who stats. Who better, LeBron, Kobe? Right. Come on, man. LeBron, rest in peace, Kobe. Kobe, my dog. 
Rest in peace. We ain't even, we ain't even getting into it because uh, Kobe has five rings. Call me when it happens for Brian. <laughs> Maybe it happens soon. See, I don't want to hear it. It's that fast. Like, and I'm, on I'm top of gonna... that, LeBron don't make nobody better around him. But that's all I'm saying. Ooh, I'm not going to get into it. See, he almost sparked me to do it. I don't want to give LeBron too much love. Just, uh, no, just, no, I just got, got LeBron and Zamarfa doing that. <laughs> but I was going to get LeBron. LeBron is better, LeBron better than Kobe. I ain't going to get into that, though, man. LeBron is better than Kobe. Um, but I'm not going to get too much into that. You know what I'm saying? It's love to Kobe. I'm saying God rest the dead, man. Rest in peace, GG. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was saying it for a good, a good few years now. Shout out to LeBron, man. Um, but like I said, we the list boys. We come up with the stats. We sit down. We think about it. We, we don't just babble out information. We give it deep thought. And we come with an opinion that we have molded and studied the, the basis of. We come through with, with, with it correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right now we're gonna do a list that me and John actually discuss. I mean, how, how should we come up with a with our topics for next week? I'm like, we talk a lot about um, hip hop. We talked a lot about hip hop to, to begin yeah. with, and we did an ill list of the top ten R and B singers of all time, and it made me think about like what actual R and B are you listening to? Right, but also, right. Cause I remember we had a debate about the best R and B singers ever. You made the point of like, hey, hey, Juice, man, you too much in it. You too much in the past. You got to think about what's going on now. And I sat and thought about it. Like, there is a lot of dope R&B now. And when I did that top 10, I want to give love to both. But I think it's important to, to, to throw more shine on what's going on now. Because our kids, whenever we use our cash shorties, are going to listen to probably the music we listen to now. Like, it's, like we listen to Aretha Franklin. Like, Aretha Franklin to us is Beyonce Some old to, to shit the next I don't generation. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it might be Beyonce to the next generation or maybe not Beyonce, but like maybe like uh Erica Badu for the next generation is gonna be like Aretha Franklin to them. Like, oh yeah, she's talented, but I mean it's you know in their spectrum. Young kids think a lot of uh people now are old. Right. Like, you know, a lot of kids think Jay bro, well, everybody thinks Jay Z super old. I felt so old today, right? I watched the Joe Budden interview, he interviewed uh, Lil Baby, right? Yeah. Lil Baby yeah. never heard of a Lil Wayne or 50 Cent mixtape. You lying. I was he blown lies. away. He <laughs> lied. Like, mind you, mind you, Shorty was in jail. I, th- I think he was in jail from age like 16 to 19, something like that. Yo, he, he missed out on my But uh, still, <laughs> Wayne had Wayne. so many mixtapes. Wayne's whole catalog is down there mixtape. But yeah, back to what I was kind of saying, we got to this idea for this week's list by just, just, just brainstorming. And we came across the idea of doing a top 10 of the last 20 years, right? And then we sat down, brainstormed some more. And if we do, if we do the top 20 in the last, if we do the top 10 in the last 20 years, it's going to be like four Beyonce albums, two Timberlake albums, two Weekend albums, two Rihanna albums. It's going to be just, every, the big artists are going to just dominate that list. Mm-hmm. So we had to sit down and go like, all right, let's, let's do the last 10 years. And there's some cats that I, that I just enjoy wholeheartedly, especially of recent, I think R&B, um, in my lifetime, is having this best run. Like, it's like, it's so many dope R&B artists out right now that I mess with, and Cause it, now, it's now the it's last not five just, years. You know, I like, what I like about R&B now is like, it's not just somebody singing because they in love, yeah. or they got their heart broke, like, right. damn, like, damn, you don't want to wake up and sing that you yeah. put your clothes on this and, morning, and, or, and, a, and a lot of it is, like, the, the influence of a Beyonce, Rihanna, Drake, the sounds that they kind of made in the modernization of R&B mixed with the, like the trap soul vibe of like a Bryson Tiller. Like what's going on now is just a whole different vibe of R&B. 
You got the R&B singers like the Janae Aikus and the Kalanis and the Snow Allegras who are very vibey and, and more like hipster-like. And then you got the the, 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 the sisters of the world who like just great descendants of of a, of a Beyonce. It's just like hip hop. You know? It might it might be a main staple right. in the middle, but like right. it's so many facets. And I really think like mm-hmm. a lot of these artists are so talented right. with going, hey, I want to take a little bit of that, but I want to throw some of this in. Yeah, R and B has just evolved into something that's new, something that we never really heard before. It's new sounds almost mm-hmm. made in R and B. I feel like every day, and there's artists like um, who are kind of hybrids. Like a Drake or a Smino or even an Anderson Pat, but mostly like a Smino or a Drake, who I really can't classify as R and B. Like we had the discussion just a few seconds ago. A Boogie, a Boogie also, but A Boogie, I don't, wouldn't even put that in this class personally for me. But I can see how you put him there. Like he has, I like, I like, I like more so uh, A Boogie's melodies when it's when he's rapping around it. Like I, I couldn't do a whole song with him just singing. I could do a whole song with Future singing if I could do a whole song with Boogie singing. So it made Future. That's a good one, too. Yeah, Hendrix is a great album, but, like, I just can't put him over the 10 that I got. Oh, Man. no, my, my, my 10, I was definitely, um, with the exception of maybe one, and that's because the artist is still new to me. But the rest of these 10, okay. I could put these albums on and just go crazy. Say crazy. less than Black. What you got? I got uh, Beyonce by Beyonce is number one. Chris okay. Brown, Indigo is my two. The Weekend Trilogy, number three. I mean, three albums at three. Come on now. Right. Rihanna Anti, number four. Bryson Tiller, Trap Soul, number five. Her, I used to know her at number six. Ari Lennox, she's still new to me, but Shaped by the Baby, definitely hitting. Right. Trey Songs, five. And Abra, an artist out of Atlanta, her album Rose as my number nine. And number 10, got to shout out my boy Jacquees with 4275. As a whole, he ain't that super of an artist, but as far as like an album go, he did that one, and I gotta get that to him. Now let me um get an understanding of your criteria more. So what I went by was from like 2010 to 2020, who was really like man, who was dropping some hits, who had some bangers, who did something new, and a lot of my list was really gonna be two or three Beyonce albums. Two weekend albums. Yeah. I even had to give two to Rihanna, and I went back and I went, you know, it's not really fed to other artists who need some shine. Because let's be real, right. Chris Brown, Beyonce, The Weeknd, Rihanna, they really kind of dominated that whole decade at one point or another with each one. Because like, I really want to put four by Beyonce yeah. on here. We we had the whole debate about yeah. how many weekend albums I want to yeah. put on here, but um. And, and the thing is, to me personally, with them kind of acts like with Beyonce, Rihanna, The Weeknd, that we saying, right? Um, a lot of the albums we want to put in because you look look at the track list, like man, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit. It's a bunch of hits on them. Mm-hmm. And the other artists who aren't big pop pop acts like those three, they don't have the hit. So by track list, you're gonna think it's outshine. But honestly, I think the list that I put out. Like I want to put, like you said, I want to put two Beyonce. I'm like, man, I don't think this album is better. Than I can't, this. and I can't get a full listen right. out like, of that one. You know, like, it's great, it's great as that Beyonce is that I might have left off. Honestly, it's also preferential, and I tried to be objective with it, but for me, it's more easy to be objective with hip hop because hip hop I can go clear cut. You rhyme better, 
you got better flow, you got better delivery. It's a gray area. It's always right. a gray it, area. It's, 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 it's more criteria I could put into. But R&B, a lot of R&B music for me is a feeling. And the, the, I, c- I couldn't put an a, a album on my list that I don't, I can't listen to a lot. So the, the albums that I put on my list are albums I can go back to over the albums I left off. So like there are albums only I left off that I love. Albums I left off that are probably certified classics. But eh, listen to this album more. And I'm right. saying like, it's that kind of thing. Let's so, go to Suspense Killing Me. For sure. So my number one, and this is crazy because she's kind of a new artist, but it's her, her, her debut self-titled album, Her. Listen to that album. It really was, I think it was two two pieces. They put she puts them both both together and released it as a whole album. But that album is 21 songs of pure fire. Mm-hmm. Like, unadulterated heat. Like, she flipped the Drake song, Jungle, and bodied it. Um, Daniel Caesar, Freudian. Beyonce, Beyonce, like you said. Um, Jamila Woods, Chicago Act. Incredible. Legacy, Legacy. Probably my favorite R&B album. Definitely my favorite R&B album of 2019. Followed by Ari Lennox, who had my second favorite R&B album of 2019. <laughs> uh, number six, Salons, A Seat at the Table. Number seven, The Weeknd, Beauty Behind the Badness. The Madness, that album was so fire. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, basically the soundtrack. Like, it just, yeah, fire. Non- nonstop, just bangers on there for me. Rihanna Anti, uh, probably her best album and we haven't heard an album from her since, and it's really very distraught about it, but she's getting that money. Shout out to Rihanna. Number nine, Scissor with Control. Number 10, Anderson Pack with Malibu. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I got. Solange, man, was... I got to give her her respect, because I hear, and I see so many people talking about it, but y'all was with me the other day. I'm like, all right. Let me try her out, cause you know I figured like, ooh, maybe she was the one who was like Abra, the one I had who I named. Right. She's kind of a weird artist or a weirder person yeah, to the I, average I'm, R&B I'm not familiar, fan. I'm not familiar with her, so I'm interested to hear her. But um, and that's how I felt about Solange. But it was just like it didn't hit it for me. But I right. really do have to give her her due respect because like she almost has a cult phone. Like I don't know what's worse, the Beehive. Or Solange's uh, singers. Because, man, every time I say something bad about her, here comes somebody in my inbox with a Solange yeah, line. So, like, so, miss me. So, Solange is very neo-soul, very um, woke Twitter friendly. Like, the music she gives, you know. Right. Don't touch my hair. Like, it's great music. I love Solange. That, that album in particular, the album she dropped last year, I think it's called When I Get Home. Wasn't didn't didn't hit me for real that well, but it was still a pretty solid album. I'm letting you know if I pay for it, I'm touching the hell. You never know if you got to smash the hell back. That's the point of her statement, though. She wear she got she wear a natural. She she wear she wear she, she throw it out. Mm. So it was, it's the Indie Live. You know what I'm saying? I got Clippers. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Oh boy. <laughs> Hey, the naturals be the one you should be pulling on. Like, yeah, Mooney, yeah. what you got, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Moon ain't no super R&B person like that. Not man. even, but I got a, I got a couple joints, man, just because I, you know what I'm saying, I want to, to chime in a little taste, man. Uh, no lie, mine's a little bit poppy a little bit, too. But uh, I threw uh, Miguel in with Kaleidoscope. Uh, this in order? No, nah, not at all. This okay. is no no type of order. It's just things I can think of off the top of um, Chris Brown with X, Beyonce, uh, the Lemonade joint. Um, I threw Drake in with Take Care. 
Y'all could say, you know, that's the certified rap album, but it definitely had R and B feels. I mean, he he for me, he number one in R and B and rap on any day he chooses to be. So about, I get it, but cut it through that Scorpion joint in there just to be yeah, a, so just that's probably my best a, that's my favorite side of that album it's side A side B the R&B tight you know what I'm to make a point you know what I'm Jaded too fire what you know, uh, I threw SZA in with Control um, like both of the guys said I threw Rihanna in with Anti damn shit y'all make me feel around. bad for leaving SZA off SZA a bop bro SZA a bop uh I got no worries, you know, the Anderson Pack joint. Uh to knowledge. had to do that. Yeah, for sure. Knowledge out yeah. Stone Stone. Um I threw weekend, but I didn't know which one I wanted to go between trilogy and House of Balloons. I was like, eh. House of Balloons is trilogy. Tight. Yeah, so trilogy is <laughs> trilogy balloons. Uh uh then I had um just for like under the the Pop act, just uh, Bruno Mars with 24 Karat Magic and uh, Khalid with American Team. And uh, that was it. I like uh, I like the Bruno and I Miguel too. with both of y'all because I feel like I a lot of black Miguel. people. I didn't miss Miguel. Are you Mr. Miguel? No, but uh, I know he did. But uh, a lot of black people get him a whole lot of flack. But I'm like, man, these dudes is out here yeah, dropping. I, I can't front. Fire. As I far as the numbers, you doing, yo, you can't really numbers. It's crazy. The songs be. Fire. It's crazy yeah. when you compare those two, John, because when I think about how they kind of started, their sound when they first came out... Oh, they was the same person now, in my mind. <laughs> so, but to compare to their same, to they sound now, it's completely different. Like when Miguel came out with that J. Cole joint, All I Want Is you. you, that's not sure. that's, that's not really like his stuff he has now. No, no, like Bruno Mars, when, when he came out with, with B.O.B., like that is definitely not the, the Bruno Mars we know now. So like, it's crazy you mentioned them two. I never really got into Bruno Mars, even though 24 Karat... What's it called? 24 Karat Magic. 24 Karat Magic. It was everywhere. It was just, it was like, like, that's that's exactly why I you said You couldn't it. dodge it. Like, I just never really got into the album. Bro, you couldn't dodge him singing Cardi's hook on um, I, Please Me. By Ju- yeah, that was everywhere. That was everywhere. Like, like you, well, you like, really can't deny him. The joint you got with Gucci. That was the, uh, totally that, that was the, the remix to that, right? The 24 Karat Magic one of the remix? No. We'll look it up. Yeah, we'll look it up. So fly. So fly, word. Uh, he had like uh, he, he that year two year run he had right there was incredible. I don't know he kind of went quiet a little bit I guess since then I'm not sure. I haven't been in touch with Bruno, but so, I remember that year like, those two years he had like two Super Bowl performances. He body he had the best rendition of a Prince uh, tribute ever. He killed the Prince tribute he did, and it was dope. He he, he had dope time for sure. I'm I I just never, I've been kind of sleep on. You, I mean, it's it's so much yeah, though to watch, yeah, so not, much to listen to, and like you not, know, uh, but just off of y'all list alone, I'm like, damn, I got some more shit I gotta go listen to. Yeah, same with you. I went to that chick Arbor, and like I said, like Jamila, Jamila Woods, probably like going forward, is probably my favorite R and B act. Look at her and her, her and the artist uh, her, <laughs> like like those two. I like, really like Daniel Caesar. Like his second album kind of let me down, and he had some wild antics on like Instagram. It was kind of weird. But, like, that first album, 40, and, man, a Fire. knockout. It's a knockout. Um, I'm mad that I left off Trap Soul with Bryson Tiller. I love that album so much. Um, I'm mad I couldn't put Smino in. Uh, uh, Noir, that was a hot album. Black Swan also a hot album. Shout out to St. Louis. Um, CeeLo had a good one. CeeLo had really, a good one. I really thought it was. That song with Melanie Fiona. 
Fool was that Fool for You? I was that on his or her album? That was, but on, either, that was on both of them. Both of their albums. Yeah, but either way, Fire Song. Fire but CeeLo definitely had a hit out the um I want the kind Ty of Dollar Sign, Beach House Threes, uh, one of my favorite joints. Uh, Free TC also mentioned. John, you mentioned. Um, Tory. You mentioned Tory, Chicks Take Five. Eric Bellinger. I think he's. Uh, Eric Bellinger to me, like, if there's an underground R&B, that's Eric Bellinger yeah, all we day. We should definitely talk about underground R&B one day. There's a few cats I love to mention, like, right. like Aaron Ray, uh, um, L.A., um, a guy named um, Xavier Omar, uh, Sabrina Claudio. Off the top of my head. And like last year, uh, Snow Allegra, another act from last year who went crazy. And if we missing somebody, y'all out there, man. It's so many, so many, so many names. Good in in all hoods at gmail.com. Hit us up. Um, But like I said, it's so much R&B out here. It's impossible to really narrow it down. And that's why we didn't want to do the 20 years. But I think we did 20 years. We wouldn't get to a lot of these names we named. We wouldn't have got to like Moon and Mikhalid. Oh, I, 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 factually, I didn't even mention Ro James. Ro James had a smash. I factually had to cut my list and yeah. redo it over so, before so we uh, got on here. Masigo, there's so many. I just sit here thinking yeah. so many names come to my mind. R&B, for me, the last five years has been better than hip-hop. Like, hip-hop, like, I'm just now getting into the Roddy Rich acts, the uh, Young Thug acts, and all those kind of acts because R&B has been... I mean, I've been vibing with R&B mode because I'm a hip-hop... I'm more of a lyrical dude. I'm not really into the... To the the melodic hip hop songs, I brought this to R and B. If I if I gotta choose that, I tell you what, but man. You know, if if nothing else, as uh, we just closed up Black History Month yesterday, but yeah. uh, compared to 40, 50 years ago, yeah. black music is dominating the charts. Oh yeah, that's point what, blank. Yeah. No question. And that's whether it's rap, what do you mean? whether we it's are the R&B. <laughs> we are the no, choice. we're not the charts because no, don't not. get it twisted. Like country music. I mean, it's yeah, that's all like I'm super about. high. For, like, but, but I'm talking about like in pop music and pop. But pop yeah, music now, now as far as popular music go, but like us. yeah, it's we all us. It. Like, let's be real. Like, it's, literally, it's literally just us and it's reggae tone. It's, it's literally, it literally either getting like a Roddy Rich or they getting like a like a um, Bad Bunny. Those those are the, those are the kind of acts we getting these days. And as we talk about the new age of hip hop and the new age of R and B. I think it's I think it's a good idea we talk about the person who I guess kind of merged both them styles so perfectly. And this episode, at least the tail end of this episode, at least from, from my side of things, it's gonna be like a, a Drake tribute, bro. Because I think y'all know me well. Both of y'all know me super well. Yeah, it's about time you put some fucking respect on this. There, this, uh, there was a, there was a good stretch when I was not a Drake fan. Like, I thought Drake was trash. <laughs> I did not understand why Drake was loved so much. Moon mentioned the album on his list. That to this day, I just cannot get with that album. It's take care. I like Crew Love. I like Lord Knows. I like um, the intro. I can't think of the name of it right now. But it's a few joints on there I mess with, but for the grand scheme, like, eh. Bro, 2008. Cool, I'll never forget 2008. I was in my college dorm room and somebody was playing, I could take your girl. Oh, bad and, Drake, right and Drake came on was like, I swear to you, every time I see her, I see you. I'm like, man, let me get a notebook because this nigga running the seminar. No, see, for me, like, I, I think I said this he before the on the podcast, right? When I was back in high school, yeah. I was a kid watching Degrassi, right? I was I, I was listening to the replacement girl with Trey Songz. That was like, That yeah. Drake, uh, back when he was with Fonte and Elza, I messed come with back that season, Drake. Comeback season, uh, Room for Improvement, Drake. But when So Far Gone came, I ain't messed with So Far Gone again. So Far Gone was so hard, though. I messed with Fear. I I, I like Fear. I like the calm. I like the set. The say say was real. 
But like as a whole, I would like the best I ever had. I, I hated it, bro. And back then, I had a car that didn't have like an aux cord or a CD player. So all yeah. I heard was that song every day on the radio. I'm like all I hear is "Lemonade" by Gucci and "Best I Ever Had" by Drake. And I want to punch somebody. Like, <laughs> I really hated driving back then, bro. I'm listening to ESPN 1000. Like, just, but you know, <laughs> the like, whole ride. I think Drake was one of them people. Like. He was the first. He was the first cat that was kind of like him because he wasn't no gangster thug right, rapper, yeah, but at sure, the same time, sure. you know, like he had so he, he, many. He, he, he was a child of Kanye for real, like, and then, up. and like even yeah. now, but like now, it's like he's taking everything. Yeah, he's to the he's next tricked. level. Even we were just watching a video, mm-hmm. not even an hour, ago. bro. That's what I, that's what I want to talk about, right? So that, we just watched. So a couple of weeks ago, we I think we talked about it in the podcast. We saw a clip of Drake. Just rapping or standing in front of Marcy Projects, and I said, "Is Drake the Jay Z of the generation?" And then we see this video, and Drake is in front of Marcy Projects. He's rapping over a song, "Cry Flip," and the second half, the second, the second song coming all after that video, the Chicago Freestyle. He flips the Eminem, some uh, super, Superman uh, melody, and it's like Drake is. This, these are two throwaways for Drake. These ain't even his singles. No. Nah. Like, at he, this point... He just did these wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was wild. He had just throw out content, and you would, you would seemingly be like, Drake yeah. just threw this out just of nowhere. It out and it is a certified banger. Like, certified. Like, you, you think of, like, you got to think about, like, the man got longevity. Everything he touches just Bro, turns to fire. Remember, remember, God's Plan was just a throwaway at first. He, it was just that song, that Diplomatic Community song. It was just the two throwaways. He wasn't going to touch them. But it just it was God's plan was just so fire. He like, I got thrown on the album. Hotline bling and shit. Like <laughs> right. Hotline bling, another example. And he just has like fake uh, what's that? Fake love. Mm-hmm. He just has those songs in the like he just boom. Take that. Take, like, would you, you can't deny him. And I'm at that point now where I just realized I cannot deny Drake. And what's dope about Drake, what I really appreciate about Drake, and like it's crazy I'm gonna do this comparison, but like Drake and LeBron. They both do this to me, right? Like they both can be really annoying figures because they're just so popular, and you kind of want more from them a little bit. Some people, so many right? people, sack around them. Like, 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 and also you want more. Like, like, you want LeBron to get another ring. Like you want LeBron, LeBron get more rings. What are you doing? You can do more. Y'all you, want LeBron you, to get another you, ring. You, you, you I want, want him to get the I game. mean, I'm, I'm, of course. I'm saying you, you go Kawhi. But I'm saying Go you. Kawhi. I'm saying we, ex- <laughs> we we expect LeBron to be more have more rings. Like, oh you, yeah, with, for, with all the you expect more rings from him. With all Drake talent, you expect more classic albums from Drake. But at the end of the day, all the stats, they got both of them. And they and they both are our culture. They, like, could, they could both walk away right now. Right. And you could never ask for another thing from them and be perfectly yeah, fine. Exactly. And like and also they still as 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 successful as they are, as 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 big as they are, popular as they are. A part of them still wants to be in the culture. Like LeBron, you see him on IG and story. He'll be playing an NBA Youngboy song. He'll play a Big Crit song. He, he just loves the oh, culture. Quote, quote me on this right now. While he's actively playing in the NBA, yeah. can't stand his when ass. When he retires? When he retires, though, he's such a remarkable, just he's, human he's, being. Yeah, for real. Like, you know, like the man, like, he shows you what his day-to-day life is like as a father, right. or he'll show you what it's like just as a player, especially him hanging out with the bros. Especially yeah. that transparency is needed in the black community. Especially seeing how transparent Kobe became after he retired. Like, Kobe, we, no one would expect that Kobe had been that personable when he retired, but Kobe became... Like an open book, he was doing interviews everywhere. He'd be on Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. He'll be on um, uh, 
all the smoke with Barnes and, um, and Steven Jackson. He'd do all these projects. He got an Oscar award. He did all that stuff. Never would thought uh, Kobe would do. Imagine what LeBron's going to do. Uh, like when he retires. Like, LeBron's going to be a billionaire the second he like <laughs> walks off the court. LeBron probably a billionaire. Like, I mean, j- j- the things, the, the, the school. Right. The giving back. The violent, like, his, his, just everything about him. And, and like, transitioning back to Drake. To Drizzy. Off, to Drake off that. I look at Drake, and, like, Drake is, he is Michael Jackson of our generation. He can do, he can do a song with Taylor Swift, like he could do a song with with a dude, a random dude from a hood somewhere. What's the dude named Black Boy JB? Black Boy. He, he, he can do these random songs. He can do a song with Fetty Wap one day, do a song with Rihanna the next day. Like, it's crazy how he can just do all that. Drake could then, put a crackhead in the studio and, with him tonight, and I'm listening to it. And then on top of all that, right? We we just saw last year Drake bought himself a plane that said Air Drake. Right? He could do all this. He he has. Unlimited money at this point, right? And, and still then, finds the time and, to and, go to the NBA and harass the hell and, out of and, them. And, and and not, not, not only that, not only you see what sideline at every Toronto Raptors game, right. he gonna take time out his day to invest in a app to show us battle rap. Like, why does Drake care about battle rap? Because Drake, one he, one, he always been a battle rap fan. He, he, he wants to be a part of the culture. That's why I respect him so much. Because the, what he's doing right now, what, what this could do, the caffeine... And URL uh, collaboration, URL being the uh, ultimate uh, rap league, like these. Sm- the, the shout smack wow. Shout out smack. <laughs> like, like if like just seeing this possibility, what this can do in that culture and hip hop culture in general could be huge because URL battle rap as of recent has cooked up, and I think honestly. The, the the characters that's in there it rivals with WWE the way they're doing it now. If you um <coughs> one just one thing I want to hit back on Drake like he made it okay to go hey no matter if you like this you could be a hardcore dude from the streets you could be mm-hmm. a nerd up in a library yeah. or anything in between Drake was like yo be you be happy have fun doing it because yeah. he showed us like it's so much more to us and uh, I'm glad you did bring up caffeine because like. One, I didn't even know what the hell caffeine Neither. is. I mean, I got it on my phone like, now, and even honestly, it's still hard to navigate. Honestly, but. when I, I first saw a commercial, I think it was that dude, Nick Nick Knack, the dude that did the whole thing with, um, what was dude? Remember that guy who used to go to the store and steal the shoes and run away? Uh, um, oh, you, Dance and yeah. Dance. Dance and Dance. Right, Nick. Right, right. The, the guy, Nick. Yeah. He, he was doing something on, like, I'm scrolling through Instagram, I see a commercial. It was him in the game playing video games. It's this thing called caffeine. And then like a month later, I see that Drake is investing in the URL collab with them. I'm like, what? What is this? Like, so like to see Drake take a startup and try to use it to like pretty much broadcast these battles to the world directly live is genius. And just uh, as us being good in the hood podcast, let's touch on battle rap for just a second. Got to. And I honestly mentioned that cafe thing. Last last night was like the premiere of it. And I didn't realize it was an actual, you got to watch it live or you don't get to see it again thing. So I was disappointed. I didn't get to use the way I wanted to. I wanted to see that Arsenal versus T-Top. I wanted to see that Geechee versus Twerk. Like, I wanted to see those battles. I got to wait until they hit the URL app now, unfortunately, though. So if you not if you're not a fan or whether you used to be a friend, if you grew, grew up watching a uh, Loaded Lux, who's still rapping Murder Move, Serious Jones. Jones, I'm telling you, it's you're missing now. 
you missing way better the performance, yeah, the man. the way that they just put the whole event together, like yeah, the build up man. to the events. The build up to the events, if you ask me, is almost as good as the actual event. Because you know, in the actual event, you know, battle rap is a sport. Yeah. And you know, on any given day, somebody can choke, fumble, stumble, whatever the case might be. But man, it's it's if watch Sue Surf versus Geechee Gotti, get at me. That's all man. I'm gonna say. Like, all I'm gonna say. Like you already know John, but Sue Surf is my favorite battle rap. Hands period. down. Shout and, out and Surf. Honestly, I Wave. The reason I got into Sue Surf was because, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a super Joe Budden fan. So, mm-hmm. back in the day, Sue Surf would be around Joe Budden all the time. They had songs together. So, I knew who Sue Surf was. I did some research and I watched some battles. I mean, this dude right here is vicious. And then I found out Jay was walking to some, some battle rappers. I mean, you know about Sue Surf. And ever since then, Jay put me on to more and more and more battle rap. I'm seeing Geechee Gotti, Rum Nitty. New Jersey uh, Twerk is uh, really hot right really, now. Man. It's a lot of female rappers but out I, there too. I'm, Don't sleep I'm, on I'm, uh, coffee, I'm jazz, I'm hearing, official. I'm hearing uh, Geechee three O twerk though. It's Geechee every fucking bar. Every fucking bar. Every I'm, fucking I'm like, bar. I can't. I, I, I can't wait to see this battle. And I got Lux battling Surf. Hopefully, Some, summer sometime madness. this year. Hopefully, but, summer uh, madness. Speaking of that though, what I'm hearing is Drake might actually take a battle with um Mook. with Murder Mook. Uh, Eminem t- might take t- a battle t- with Daylight, and let's be like you know we really have been counting out Eminem in the hip hop world. Like I, I know I have just no, because I actually have like well, and like I just watched Eminem interview. Did a, he did an interview with uh, Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye has a uh, I guess like a, a video show on YouTube. He interviews acts. And Eminem was on there with him. Um, of course, Eminem, Shady Records, signed Slaughterhouse, Crooked Eyes, part of Slaughterhouse. And to, walk, to just hear Eminem, they were just talking nerd talk, like hip-hop nerd talk. Mm-hmm. And you know me, John, I'm a super hip-hop head, hip-hop nerd from the, from the jump. So watching Eminem like spit a trench verse from like 30 years ago off the top of his head in the most... I was like, this the M.I.B. wanted, bro. Like, in a new album, like, Music to be Murdered by, he has glimpses of that. Like, he, like, there's, like, this song, The Darkness, bro. It's still in rotation. And, like, y'all know, I've been bashing Eminem now for, like, over 10 years. Oh, you you, you and me both? Because, like, ever ever since Eminem show, after Eminem show, everything since then, I've damn near hated. Like, Revival, was it Revival or Recovery? Recovery was okay. But outside of that, everything else has been mediocre at best. And then your boy Button might uh, take Charlie Clips. Charlie Clips is I'll the person you see on Wild. I'd be not, interested in that. Great I mean, matchup because uh, Joe, I feel, has battle experience. He has Charlie. battle experience for sure. But like Button, also, first off, he hasn't rapped now in four years. Second off, um, he um, he's super into this into this media world, and I hope he takes a good. Three months to focus on rapping before he comes well, to Clips. He said it himself. He feels that Clips might be the better battler, but he feels he's the better rapper. And I'm really interested to see what made him lean on that or what made him come to that conclusion. So if they do happen, great for the culture. If they don't happen, then y'all might catch me out there battling because um, <laughs> my man Briss retired this year, and I feel like... It ain't no off the chain, yeah. just explosive gasoline energy. Jay, but you told me you, you hit me up like, like early this week. You said, "Yo, Juice, bro, Geechee, um, Geechee older than us, and he just started. 
We need to go ahead and get out there. I'm like, brain wrapped in 10 years, Jack. Yeah. I ain't yeah. gonna know how to do they it. They about to make me get a pen, <laughs> a pad. I'm gonna move back to the hood, just get a little bit. I ain't man. Rap since I was saying, all right, I lied. Back to them roots. <laughs> <Shots and pivot. laughs> hey, What's your uh, thoughts, man? I was about to ask you, yo, he was talking about Joe Budden, what you think about Lupe taking his spot. Yo, like, honestly, bro, when I heard that, man, I was like, because. There's no, I thought no artist could replace Joe Budden in Starter House because he brought such a unique, a unique um, balance to it. Like, Crooked Eye, super fast rapper, uh, syllable guy, Royce, gonna give you a lot of, a lot of punchlines. Uh, Joel, kind of with the punchlines heavy too, but Joe would just come at you with just, just bars, just spitting that kind of reality rap, right? And, and they said, they, they talked about Lupe taking that spot. Listen here, bro. Listen here, man. I'm a Joe Budden. I'm a Joe Budden stan. I'm a super Joe Budden fan. But if Lupe Fiasco takes his spot, that might be the greatest thing that ever happened in hip hop history for me, Joe. I, I would lose my mind. Joe. I think it's a win win for both. Joe That'd got Joe got other stuff he want to get into, but I also kind of feel like Slaughterhouse been suffering because Joe has so much on his plate right now. Yeah. And think about and it. Also, like, and M talked about this in the Crooked Eye um, interview, interview, like how how weak that first that album was with uh with Shady. Cause the first album was so hard that everyone was gassed, everyone was ready. We got us Slaughterhouse is the one. Slaughterhouse is the one. Because people, after that first album, remember they, they had out. the 2.0 freestyle right, on yep. BT, and I'm like, yo, crazy. what is these cats about? Well, because and then, this is and then they came with it when Eminem got a hold of them and they came with those like Eminem style beats and it was super right, it right. was just not it. It was they doing the hammer dance. Like what is no <laughs> I'm not trying to hear about I'm not trying to hear Joe Budden and the waste of finance in the club with the hammer in their waist doing the hammer dance. No, that's not what I wanna hear from y'all. Uh so Lupe, Royce just Lupe and Royce on the song together is good enough for me, Joe. But yeah, Crooked Eye and and Joe L with an occasional Eminem feature, it sounds like some heat to me, Joe. I'm down for it, especially if Just Blaze is back there producing still. Because like I, the, the the thing with Slaughterhouse that everyone talks about is this Glasshouse album that never came out, but it's mostly done with with Just Blaze doing most of the production. Man, that needs to, that needs to be heard. That needs to be heard immediately, man. And this all pretty much came from. A Drake conversation and kind of going back to Drake a little bit and off of Slaughterhouse. Who I remember back in the day when Slaughterhouse uh, challenged Black Hippie to like a battle. I wish that would happen. Mm-hmm. And mentioning Black Hippie, uh, Kendrick Lamar is another artist who is just as great as Drake and J Cole and these three. Are, the styles and, the, and these three are all mentioned together. All three of their styles are so different, right? And the thing about these three is, right, because Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick are the three names. That is pretty much this generation's Oh, don't 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 God, look like Jordan ain't have Malone and Barkley right, right. on his coattails and heels. Uh, is, T-Mac, this and, is my beef with T-Mac them, right? and um what's dude from San Antonio, Tim Duncan used yeah. to give Kobe all kind of grief. But this is my beef with them, right? Like, Jay-Z and Nas beefed. Like they were like ready to kill each other beefed. Mm-hmm. And we got Jay-Z and Nas songs. Why do we not have a Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake full song, all three of them together yet? We don't even have a song for real with Drake and Kendrick together. Yeah, you do. Not for real. Why well, Don't talk about that Trade the Truth song, bro. Nah. What song? I'm talking about the... Uh, the Jeezy? Nah, the... Uh, Forbidden Fruit? 
fucking problems. That's Drake and Kendrick. True. And Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Cole on there. Like I'm like like, like Drake and Kendrick. Have, I mean, uh, Drake and Kendrick have a song, Poetic Justice. Cole and Drake have like two songs, but there's no Kendrick Cole song at all. And Kendrick Cole got Forbidden Fruit with Kendrick on the hook. Then you got the American uh, Dreaming, the American Dream joint with Jeezy, when it's just it's Jeezy, uh, an amazing Cole verse, and then Kendrick doing like a bridge at the end. And I'm like, bro, why is this so hard to get done? I remember back in 2011, like we was teasing the Drake and Kend- I mean, Cole and Kendrick album. And it's just like, man, one of these three going to just connect. Never. Never. He said that. You I, mean, know, I just want the songs together. He said it on the end of the song. I know, but I want the song together. Just a song with them three. Always, if it ain't broke, though, don't fix it. We going 10 years to these three be on top. Don't matter. If it ain't broke, that's how you think they stayed on top for 10 years. Because if it ain't broke, don't man, I need it, man. The culture needs it, man. The culture really needs it. And honestly, if and I'm any one of them three of them niggas, it's going to be too hard. If I'm on the song with both of them, it's going to be too hard. We, I'm going to try to rap out rap but we heard every great, chance. We, 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 we going to start a beat. We heard great songs, the combination. Like, Kendrick, like I said, Kendrick and Drake, Poetic Justice is a hard song. In the Morning with Cole and, and Drake is a hard song. Right. And we've heard the examples of, like, you said, fucking problems. ASAP Rocky... Two Chains, Drake, and uh, Kendrick. Hard song. Like, they can do it. They're just what, not doing it together. These what three. Was, what was the one? It was uh, Eminem, Drake. Forever. Forever, Kanye, right? Kanye. Kanye. I want one of those. Right, but you see, do, you, but <laughs> y'all, do you remember what happened on this song? Because if you ask me, Eminem can debatably have had the best verse on that song. Yeah, that was actually a debate recently who had the best verse on that song. And it's him. And it's like, and I'm like, I feel I like he went last. Talking. I, I feel like it's yeah, yeah. You think it's yay? Yo, Moon. Yo, yay bodied that. It just M went last and rapped loud and fast. Drake, yeah, Drake, Drake, Drake had the worst because he did the uh, last name ever. First name. I hate that. I hate that old Drake flow. That's when I hated Drake, bro. That, that flow was so <laughs> weak, yo. I, I, I used to hate those flows. Like, yo, what are you but doing? It, Point I'm bringing, <laughs> but the point, point I was trying to make is it's like I hate you leave yourself drink. open to let somebody outrap you. And think about it: if it's your, you gonna feel some type of way. But I mean, like those three are such superior, superior artists to everyone. It shouldn't be that difficult for them to do that. It really shouldn't. We had like remember the original Murder Inc. when it was DMX, Ja Rule, and, and Jay Z. Remember, the, remember that era, like. Why can't we get this with Cole, Kendrick, and Drake? Just one song. One song. You can put Drake on the hook if you got to. I don't care. Just give me one song with the three on there. It's Maybe. time. I mean, it is overdue. Like, it's time. Tomorrow's a new day, brother. Kendrick ain't, Kendrick ain't gave us an album since 2017. Like, it's like, man, what's wrong with y'all? Man, y'all is legends. The cre- but that creative process, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. I understand. I understand. But man, I'm yeah. a greedy. I'm a greedy fan. What can I say? Um, and I guess transitioning out of um, music, uh, sports. talking about talking about Drake again. Um, Toronto Raptors, right? Um, top what? Top three in the, in the league. Top I think two, in, two the in the East, right? Top now. two in the East. Top three in the league, I believe they are. And I'm I'm a big fan of Bill Simmons and the Ringer. And he was on there with Zach Lowe from ESPN. They were talking about the top players in the NBA that are on playoff teams, right? And 
he got to his like top, he got to his like number 11, 12 spot, and it was Pascal Siakam and Kyle Lowry. Mind you, he has not mentioned Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler yet. He went on to name uh, Bam from Miami Heat. Um, he went on to name uh, Ben Simmons. He went on to name Jalen Brown from Boston. And then he got to Jimmy Butler. Right? And we we all from Chicago. So we Bulls fans. And I feel like, at least me, Jimmy Butler's one of the players that came from the Bulls who I kind of followed his career because the Bulls have sucked to see left. So it's been easy to follow Jimmy to Minnesota. I was happy he was there. I like seeing him and Zach. It was a good uh, tandem. Him and Cat, good tandem. That wasn't Zach. It was Cat, not Zach. Him and Zach, him and Cat were good tandem. Then he went to Miami. I love seeing him with Joel. I thought it was a good tandem. And now mm-hmm. seeing him in Miami, I thought this is the best. Oh, you mean when he went to Philly? That's when Philly he was with Joel. Yeah, yeah, Philly. I seen him go to Philly and with Joel when they were a great tandem. And now seeing Miami, it's like this is probably the best team he's ever been on. And he's playing his best. And this is what his second year being an All Star. And to see him being mentioned after um, uh, Jalen Brown is just so off-putting. And I know Ben Simmons. I mean, uh, Bill Simmons is a is a known biased Boston fan. So he put Jalen Brown. And he put I think he put uh, Jason Tatum in the top seven players in the league. It was crazy. But <laughs> Jason Tatum, yeah, Jason contrary Tatum. to my popular belief. He's it's dope. Hooping. He hooping right like, now. I think it's the ceiling thing. Hooping. Hooping. Hooping, hooping. But he ain't top. I don't think he's a top seven player in the league. No, nah, because just off of my memory right now, I would go Giannis one, Braun two, um, Kawhi three, mm. AD four, mm. Pascal five maybe. Mm. Well, no, nah, I ain't going to put Pascal at five, but I really do feel Pascal is better than Jimmy. As it stands right now, Luca's so young. But Luca definitely better. But but Luca, Luca, another cat. Hooping, hooping. Yeah, Damian Lillard, another one. Um, James Harden. Now my only problem with James Harden, that D, it's getting to the point where that atrocious, and it's getting better. But the defense that he plays is still so. It's sometimes. And it's real selfish defense. And mentioning James Harden, um, remember the All-Star game, um, Giannis and LeBron were drafted mm-hmm. for their the teams. And uh, it got to, um, I think, maybe the second and third last pick. And Giannis had the opportunity to get James Harden, Kimba Walker, some other players. And he put Kimba. And he made a little slick comment, not only someone's going to pass the ball. Something like that to that effect. Not, just just kind of not off, not verbatim. But, um... He said that, and then weeks later, Rachel Nichols interviewed James Harden, and James Harden goes, uh, he said, two two comments that I think we should talk about real quick. First, he said to Giannis, um, well, unlike unlike him, I wasn't I wasn't gifted with, with just height. And I, I, I just got to run and jump to, to score. I actually had a line play basketball and the fundamentals of basketball. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of shaded Giannis with that, because, you know, Giannis – once he got his growth spurt, the rumor, the, 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 I guess how it goes is that he decided to play basketball and just was good at it naturally and just became, he, he, I think he started at the age of like 17. 16 or 17. Right, yeah, he like started that. real late in life playing basketball and just became naturally great at it. And then his second comment was. Oh, hands down, he the best player in the NBA right now. Period. I don't agree with He's that. having, he's we'll, having a we'll, historic we'll, season. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. 
He said, hands down, bro. But uh, who's going to stop him? I'm a, this right. year, not kinda, last year. Kind of, kind of going off of what Smoother said last week, right? Well, what Smoother said last week, uh, he was going super hard on regular season, right? And what Giannis is doing in regular season right now is fantastic. But I said this last year, the Bucks. Once again, me being a Bulls fan, watching this Bucks team, it's very reminiscent of that Bulls team. And I feel like once if, if, if anybody can, if somebody slows Giannis down, they down. It's over with. You don't you don't think Chris? Not can, he got that dude. Can keep it? You don't you don't think he could keep it close? Not not if you go. Now they go against Miami and they shut Giannis down. Now they go against Boston and shut Giannis down. Chris Milton will be enough. Now if it's Philly, Boston, Chris will be able to handle that. Boston probably their worst matchup. Milwaukee can easily probably handle Miami because Miami's still young. I don't know. I think, J- Jimmy, Jimmy got the real playoff experience on that team. And Spolster, and honestly, and shout out Eric Spolster, great coach. Good coach. <clears throat> I ain't gonna I think shout out to Mr. You team. lose LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosch, and you're number four in the East right now. I think the man doing all right. Yeah, Fox doing all right. Might, might get, I ain't gonna say he's gonna get closer to the year, but he might get closer to the year. And he mm. got two rookies down there hoping. None and all. Um, I think Toronto will be coach of the year just because they lost Kawhi. None and Hero? I think Toronto will be coach of the year because they lost Kawhi. You lose Kawhi and you that high in the... In the yeah. What, what do y'all think about Toronto's current standards? Because I'm not going to lie. Toronto, like, I really Toronto thought they would be a, at the bottom of the East right now. Toronto is one of them regular season teams, man. Like, it's going to be great. and I think they can lose the first... Not the first round, it's the East. They can lose in the second round to me. If, if, they, if, if they see Boston, Philly, Miami, they lose it. Boston will definitely take them. Philly, <laughs> Philly, Philly. Who up in Philly? Ben Simmons, uh, Joel. Oh yeah, yeah. Philly gonna. Yeah, they're taking them. I don't know though because they might. Yeah, they so might. nice. Pascal and Ed, yeah, Philly might be a problem. They might get. They might can get with be, Philly. Yeah, they can get with Philly. They can get with Philly. But they cannot get with Boston. I, don't, I think Miami. And that's no disrespect to Boston. I think, Miami, I think, I think Miami beats them in six. Yeah. They face them. Yeah. But let's go on to the topic you are anxious to talk about, bro. Let's go on to the topic you anxious to talk about. What? I'm, I'm, I'm going to preface it in a different way. You, you, said, you said Giannis is the best player in the league, hands down. So before I get to him, go to Moon. Moon. Yeah. Kawhi versus LeBron versus Giannis. Who comes out? Today, 2020. Today. See, I'm glad you said this shit today. Not all time, of course. All That's, right. That'd be crazy. Today, with the teams they have, uh, that's that's easy, LeBron. But I don't know, man. That's that's hard. Cause like Giannis, no, nah, you said with the teams they have yeah. today, no, nah, Giannis, you just not in it. But Giannis alone, of course. But like Kawhi and them, like I don't know what that's gonna be. But I can look at that Lakers team and see they rolling like. They got okay, just pieces. Let, let's put it this way, right? Say, say you a GM, right? Say, say say you say you replace Gar Foreman and John Paxson finally, right? And it was only that simple. And it's it's a free for all draft, and it comes to you, and it's twenty twenty. LeBron is what thirty five. Kawhi is however old he is, and Giannis is what twenty five. Those three players are in front of you. Who are you picking? I'm taking Kawhi. Taking Kawhi? Yeah. 
Who take him? Who take John or Jay? Take the other still? Mm-hmm. See, I'm taking Kawhi too, bro. I'm rolling Kawhi. Like, I think LeBron is playing better than Kawhi right now. I think he is. But I think Kawhi... What is NBA you watching? What? LeBron is going... Look at them stats. LeBron's going crazy right now. When the, when the year ends, Giannis going to have that MVP. No, I'm talking about LeBron and Kawhi. I'm not talking about Giannis. I said, I said, I said, uh-huh. right, now, I said right now, LeBron's playing better than Kawhi. But... Kawhi, the, but, the but, Clippers but think, can knock the Lakers off. I think Kawhi just turned it on. I watched Kawhi last since the All Star break. Kawhi has been cooking, and there were plays in the All Star game. I just sat back and said, "Yo, that dude different." <laughs> like Kawhi literally snatched the ball from a grown man's hand mid air. I'm like, "Yo, what?" You know how hard it is to do that? <laughs> like, he, like, he just stripped it and started dribbling. Like, he went, he ain't stripped it and, like, go to the ground. He stripped it, started dribbling, and started to fast. Like, I mean, if, easy. if you really leave it to me, like, I, I was just saying this uh, earlier today to you, Juice. I'm like, I don't really think, and don't I'm not taking away from anything he's done or still doing. But when you watch LeBron hoop right now, it's like, I'll tell you the difference between him and Kawhi. The moment Kawhi stepped on that flow, he want to beat you into the ground for mm. every second that clock is ticking. Sorry. LeBron be out there, it's kind of like, uh, maybe we'll hoop today. Let me see how Not these the other niggas be hooping. Not in the playoffs. Here go the thing. That man, 30-some years old, one, the Clippers are going to be a problem in the West. The West as a whole is a problem, except with the exception of maybe the bottom C, because the bottom C will either be like the Grizzlies. If it, if it was how it is right now, it'll be between the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. We already have seen twice the Lakers can handle the Pelicans. And the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies. But I ain't going to lie. The way John Morant is, that man has a Ooh. huge ceiling. You think? Ooh, do you think but don't let, don't do, let do, my boy, don't let the boys in Dallas fool you. Oh, if yeah. they was to fall to an A, I really think they'd give L.A. a problem. They give them a problem. They wouldn't beat them, though. They wouldn't they beat them, but they would definitely cover. give them a problem. And then the thing but is, at some point, you got all roads going to lead to the Clippers. And the Clippers are deep enough through their bench. They gonna run. They would run the Lakers. Mentioning, and it could easily happen. Mentioning the Grizzlies. Uh, is there, you think there's a chance that Zion could take the rookie of the year from John at this point? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like I, I was watching, and I guess... Just for I, the fact that we even having this conversation. But, I, but I, I think it's because, like, Zion... Zion's going if he wins rookie of the year, he'll win it with playing the if he plays every game from now on, mm-hmm. he'll win it by playing the less the least games any player's ever played to a rookie of the year. But like, Joel played thirty-eight games and lost. Um but I think Zion, if he plays the whole season, he'll it'll be about thirty-four games if he plays straight through from now on up. And I don't know if that, that can do it. I don't, I don't think it's fair to Ja because Ja really yeah. been having like a hell of a season. But if, and he's the only rookie even having a hell of a season because so is Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's one more dude. They, it's, 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 it's a it's couple of them though, man. Um, I saw this. Mention stay in the NBA for a second. Um, I saw this thing on on Facebook go viral. It's kind of a meme. It said it, it showed us I think three or four players. Three players. It said, if you had to get rid of one of these players, they had to just go away, mm-hmm. who would you get rid of? It was um, Zion, Ja, 
um, or Trey Young? Who is the least two? Who, who's the least of those three moving forward to you? I said Ja. You put it out there right now. Man, you crazy. It's it's so hard to say, and I tell you why. Like, you put any of them players on a real contender, and then you gotta wonder like how much good would that take Trey Young? Put him in Miami. Are they not the most dangerous team? They up there. You put Trey Young in Put Trey Young in Boston and re- replace Kimball Walker with Trey Young. How much more dangerous does Boston become? We put Trey. We put Trey Young. Or take Java Rant, put him with the Clippers. And don't get me wrong. What's dude uh, on the Clippers right now? The little point guard. Uh, Bless it. Pat Bell. Pat Bell. I like Pat. He's a good defender. I'm sorry. But. <laughs> Man, yeah, facts. You put you like Trey Young is a dog. I think John's a dog too, but yeah, Trey Young. But they situations really make it hard to gauge how good they are. Trey Young, I'm like I said last week, man. I really hope Trey Young don't end up like a Devin Booker and be trapped in a horrible organization, bro. A bunch of them gonna be. It is terrible though. It's like it's not happening this way. I I feel like it's unfair. Like it's it's it's, it just is horrible how 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 it's setting up setting up this way, but. The NBA has to like crack down on how this works because at this point, players are gonna keep getting drafted on these bad teams. Like someone's gonna get drafted on the Cavs again this year. It's gonna be a great player and gonna just fall short because these organizations do not have good coaches. Like I watched the Bulls last night, bro. I almost come, I almost snatched my eyes out. Oh, we lost to the Knicks. I'm lost to the Knicks, the bro. Knicks. And Zach put up forty. Yeah, and that's like his, what, second or third? Yo, he put up four. We lost to Taz Gibson, bro. <laughs> that that, that bear date, man. I don't know. He, <laughs> he lost to Taz. I'm like, it makes no sense how an organization can fall so fast. And mentioning the organizational failures and us being from Chicago, I don't know if y'all are aware, but apparently the bull, the the Bears are trying to end this organization and Straight just up. and just drive it into the hole because they're apparently looking at draft, uh, signing Andy Dalton. And I don't know about y'all. Andy Dalton is the worst but star quarterback be I've ever him. seen <laughs> ever. Like I, I looked up Andy Dalton highlights and it was like a bunch of interceptions in the middle of his highlight. And I'm like, who has a highlight reel? With like four interceptions in the middle, but that's Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's highlight reel is just AJ Green's highlight reel. I'm all about lo- I'm all about loyalty, but I promise I stand by this. If the Bears get Andy Dalton, I'm done with football forever. Don't don't tell me about it. Don't ask me about it. I'm not gonna watch it. They're gonna be the Cincinnati Bears. And mentioning and, and football, um, I recently saw like um, um, a bunch of high school students, uh, like the Black History Month, who just just passed. And they all wear these T-shirts, and they all had um, black historical figures' names on it. And one of the names on the T-shirts was Colin Kaepernick. And, of course, we are in the moment, so I really have really digested that thought, really. But do y'all, what you guys think in the next 20 years, are we going to look at Colin Kaepernick as a, as a black figure like that, like, a, like a, a civil rights figure to that degree? Maybe the young boys will, but to me, I don't really think... Uh... I'm not taking away from what he did. I don't really think it was that big of a deal, though, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, 
It's not like he's the Jim Brown of our era and shit. Exactly. He he just he don't really have that impact because some of it you really have to wonder like was the first one just a publicity stunt and then it became bigger. Like you know how it's almost like social media. You start out with the smallest of intentions, but somebody take one picture, make the right comment. And it can just turn into something it's extremely also, huge. It's, it's also like because of how he did it and when he the timing of him, him doing it time and place was, was uh, just so was so bad because the timing that he did it. If you if you if you just sit back and remember, he was kind of like falling off many many eyes. Like he right. was like battling for a starting position, and it was. Like him, him doing that made it almost like okay. It made him relevant again. It's almost no, like Kanye. It's, it's, it's not even that. It was just like he was so he was not so bad necessarily, but he was falling off, kind of. So it made it easy for them to just cut him when he started doing the, started, started doing the knee. The knee. Oh yeah. Like, I'm gonna just cut you. You're not doing that good anyway. Publicity is just getting out of control. And I just I, I sit there. I think because <clears throat> it also goes best what I was saying about the NBA. How important coaching is because when he had Jim Harbaugh, he was getting the love. He was he, mm-hmm. he, he was getting he, he was playing the way he, he liked playing. He was in a comfortable position to play well. And once he started falling off, got injured a little bit, started taking that knee, and they just got rid of him. And he's, he's been blackballed, but I don't think what he's done in the culture is as historic. To be in the names like Dave Moon just said, Jim Brown. I put it like oh, this: Muhammad Ali did. He don't, he don't take that knee. He probably still be sitting right where he is right now. now. Honestly, I would now. What would have did it for me though well, is if if he took the knee, if he took the knee, and it truly made the rest of his brotherhood of NBA players take the knee with him, then it would have been stronger. But it it just became it it, it seemed so trendy for a second, and you know it just. It never really, the full movement never really came together. And that's what I think it lacked. If we need some civil rights shit to get started off, we're going to call a hundred other people before we call Colin Kaepernick. Oh, I'm sorry. And there's no disrespect to Cap. Uh, I'm for real. I can think of a hundred people I'm calling yeah, before sure, Colin Kaepernick. Sure. I, think, I think what he did was a strong, I think he did a strong move. I just think he might have been in the right. Oh, it's right the strongest right. move I've seen any light skin do do these past. Uh, how you feel about that? Man? How you feel about <laughs> that? Man? Past four, five years. How, you feel? how about Steph Curry, bro? <laughs> no. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. Steph claimed his wife out <laughs> in public and don't have no holes in seat. We, we, Second we, strongest. We move. just praised Drake. We just praised Drake, man. Like, what you mean? We just praised him. Strongest light skin move got to be Drake pulling it. With um, also, and, and I guess transitioning out of sports and music, going to movies now. Um, did you guys peep the trailer for Candyman? Wicked. And I like the way that he's using or he's flipping like old classics and making them like scary. Not not the movie themselves, but the actual soundtrack. If you take the oh, like, I, I, I got five on it. Yeah, yeah, like that's dope as hell. Like Jordan Peele's a legend, man. Like I honestly, I'm gonna be real with y'all real quick though. Right, if some civil rights shit gets started off, call let's Jordan call Jordan Hill before we call <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, please. Can I, be, can I be real with y'all, real transparent with y'all real quick, please? Yeah. So, I don't think I know this about me. I think y'all do. I hate scary movies. Horror movies, all that. We're not watching. Right? I was tortured as a kid by It and, um, and Chucky. 
right? So we're not watching movies, right? Ain't nobody tell you they was just movies. Hey, bro, I was like seven, eight, nine. I wasn't really caring. I just knew I was terrified, right? So I can't watch those movies for real, right? So with that being said, I might be the only black man above the age of twenty who has not seen Get Out or Us yet. <laughs> like, haven't done it. If it's in consolation <laughs> to you, I promise you, I still ain't seen the color purple. <laughs> what? How is that equal? I, I don't understand. Like, How is that correlated at all? Because what? every every other black person I know, you every time I tell a black purple? person, no, I don't want to sit down see, and watch see, no movie. What's up, dude? Right, like I get I know the lines, you heard them in hella movies, but you told Harpo to be me all my life. If I had to fight. Every movie ain't for every person, and I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I just said the same thing about Get Out and Us. I can't really, I can't really hold you. Yeah, like but, sometimes it's just like you see a movie, you get what the gist of it is, and you go, I could sit without that one. This ain't same thing. Go for Amistad. Um, <laughs> oh, hold on. Let, let's get into this, bro. Cause I, honestly, because honestly, the thing, I don't need the movie. I already know yo, America been whooping niggas' asses since the beginning bro, of time. I don't need a I'm movie glad, to tell I'm, me I'm that. I'm glad you though. said that, bro. Because honestly, I do love James. Cause boy, he took bro, that whip and bro, was whooping ass. Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now, after Django, right? After Django, I think I watched Django, and I watched, I watched Selma, I watched another movie like that, right? Yeah. And after that, I'm like, that bro, I'm not watching no more civil rights or slave movies, bro. bro. Y'all, not, not drill it to me in school. Never all saw, Black History Month. No. I'm hearing all y'all talk about the Did same you watch people. Turner joint. That, no. Wasn't that Turner joint? That Turner joint. Um, that came out right after Django. Oh, I was talking about. I didn't watch it though. Never that watched was it. Hard. Didn't watch Twelve Years a Slave. I didn't watch none of these movies, bro. I have no. I'm not gonna watch us just be slaves again. I'm not doing this myself. He wouldn't just be a slave. He, like, he I, I really didn't want to watch Django, but Quentin Tarantino and Jamie Foxx sounds incredible to me. Let me watch it. It was incredible. Hey, um, sometimes you gotta switch up. You some stuff in the past. You know how I am about past stuff. I lead a who, past. Who's acting that? Who's acting that? Uh, I can't think of what he made. I know what it is. That was a great movie. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I might check that one out. I might, because Nat Turner killed white people. So I might, yeah, I might he, check it out. Yeah, he got busy. Nat Turner's the real Django. So I might check that one out. I, I forgot about that one for real. But my pops, my pops and I had a whole argument, right? He, he watched that Harriet Tubman movie. I'm like, I'm not watching it. Why not? Because I don't want to be depressed, man. Honestly, I really don't feel like depressing myself right now. I watched that one bad. Yeah, I just can't do it, man. Like, I remember like, I watched Selma, and I cried the majority of Selma. Why am I doing this to myself? Why am I? I'm against scaring myself, and I'm against making myself just sad to be sad, bro. Right. <laughs> like, all your old emotions, Like, sometimes a good cry movie is great, but other times, like, I'm not going to look for it. I'm not going to search for it. No, I'm not going to, um, it was like... <laughs> Did you watch When They See Us? Yes. On Netflix, I could yeah. da- I could damn that not leave the house yeah, because bad. I was so pissed, I was upset, was I was bad. hurt, and I'm like, but you sat here and watched hey. every single episode. I did it to myself. But hey, old dude, I have, old dude for the Mary Delicious, so shout out to him. <laughs> bro, I have the pen. I'm oh, like, yeah. sure. he for the Mary Delicious, bro. And mentioning Delicious, look at that transition right here for the pull off. Flavor Flav, just uh. I guess left the public enemy um, performance because it opened up for Bernie Sanders. He said it's the fake revolution. And I don't want to get too political here, but I have never understood how Flavor Flav is a part of public enemy. 
still. <laughs> like, he should have been, they should have replaced him as soon as the Flavor of Love show came out, bro. I mean, well. <laughs> like, it's literally the complete opposite of everything Chuck D stands for. Him being <laughs> he around just, be just let me know that Ray does not <laughs> he, work. He just be cooning, bro. He's there, Ray. <laughs> Flavor Flav is the biggest roach I've ever fucking seen. Flavor Flav gave us reality TV. Like he gave us Drake. everything that's wrong with reality what? TV. What'd you say? Flavor Flav's name is Drake. Isn't for real? Let's no, it's let's not. Let's Drake. His name is William Jonathan Drayton Jr. Drayton. Drayton. Drake. Yo, all I know Moon, is. Moon be a little too hot, dog. Hey, man. Self, self-medicate. Uh, <laughs> but, um... Like, when you think about, like, Flavor Flav's run, like, it's crazy that he's a public enemy. Like, that guy should not be the person that made Fight the Power. But I think, um, Cat Williams, was it Cat Williams or Kevin Hart? One of them said it best. They was like, you really Probably don't... the funny one, Cat Williams. He was like, <laughs> you really don't look at a dude like Flavor Flav and think you're gonna learn a damn thing. A damn thing. But they gotta pay him, boys! Like, that's the truth. <laughs> So, I mean, there is that, but shout out to Raid. Y'all need to come out with a stronger, concentrated version because Flav just around here leaving thousands of roaches all over America. Because I'm pretty sure this man, y'all remember on Powerpuff Girls when they had the roach Roach village? Roach coach, that's Flavor Flav, Joe. I'm calling it. Oh, my God. We just turned. My bad, y'all. That boy, Beetleborg. Yeah, <laughs> in real, in real <laughs> life, <laughs> in real life, man, this LA and New Orleans game is getting good as this one eighteen to one twelve with a minute and a half left. But uh, let me let y'all know something: LeBron and Zion need to guard each other going forward. I know we ain't on the NBA right now, That's but cool. I just had to say that because I got some new shows for y'all too, depending on what you're streaming. Like if Trey, if Trey Young was on the on the Pelicans. Well, if Trey Young was on the Ooh. Lakers, bro. Oh my God! They would go eighty-two and zero. We talk about that. Oh, that would oh. <laughs> be disgusting. Because everything he don't make, LeBron and AD are gonna put back in. But um, if y'all get a chance, go on Amazon. And I know damn that everybody listening got it. I know y'all two got Yo, it. Yo, honestly, and also right. Watch Hunters with uh Al Pacino. My pop started watching that. I ain't brushed. I heard that joke was decent. Boy, is it Al Pacino like a Jew on there or something like that? Yep, yeah, they killing Nazis. Oh man, they killing the Nazis that the government snuck over here in America. Like and I'm not gonna say it's based on a true story, but uh, I worked with the government for a while, and they be doing foo foo <laughs> shit all the time, and don't nobody say shit. So watch Hunters, Joe. It was good. Oh snap, man! I got to that out for show. Um, yes, I'm waiting for Ozark to come back, man. That's very. And I want to watch this show called High Fidelity because I love Zoe Kravitz. Like super she, no, she's uh, so I, I, I love her, Joe. I love, I, I love, I loved her mama when I was watching the Cosby show, and I love her now, Joe. It just it's me and Megan Good have been in a relationship for the past twelve <laughs> years in my mind. I was so be a Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, why ain't Megan Good never <laughs> pop off for real? Like, why did her career ever pop off? Because she wasn't like a real I, actress, and she was only bad. She had some decent roles. 
She was only bad, man. You gotta accept the full. I lo- I love she her, and she's there. the most beautiful thing out there on she this planet to me. But she's not that great of an actress. She, she good yeah, Michael, I guess kind of like Christina. Michael Boys was kind of painful to watch because I'm like, man, I get that booty shot, but on the other hand, it's like, well, I watched it again, man. She's back of Boys in the minute. She's like, boy, Megan Fox is white Lisa Lisa Bonet was not looking good, and Megan Fox is horrible as an actress. But she bad as hell. Right, she bad as hell in real life. She is really a bad actress, though. Right, but I mean, hey, but think about, you you're take, right. That's a Take her looks bad. away. Guess who she is? Kristen Stewart, the worst actress I've ever. The bitch from Twilight. Ain't that her oh, name? Oh, she wasn't that bad of an actress. Wasn't she in Adventure Time? Hey, that man face. If y'all can see Land, this face, Land, was she in Adventure Land with Jesse Eisenberg? That was a good movie, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, John. I wish I could see this man face. Still was a facial. Watch this. Yeah. Name one time she made a movie, show, or any part of anything you've watched good. Because I tell you what, the best part of us. Uh, she in there playing this movie? We had to make a playlist real. And, I try to avoid movies <laughs> with her in them, but I'm not going to lie. Y'all clown me for this. Huge Twilight fan, because I'm a huge fan of uh, werewolves. think that's the best mythical beast out there. And I'm like, man, she looked, she looked like she had like a hernia the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. and, and like they told her, we don't care how man. bad you hurt, get your ass out there. And she just went out there and acted. I have you know? never seen a Twilight movie. But isn't um, Buddy from Twilight gonna be uh, next Batman? Who? Um, yeah. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson? Yeah. yeah. Petty. Why? That's gonna be interesting. Because he 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 not horrible. The he's a he's an avid. Believe it or not, but he knows talk he, like this. But he know the books, uh, and that's but, what I like about it. If you know the like, comic books. I give you a shot. Just I gave Jared Leto a shot until he got on TV talking or got in the movie talking about who's this handsome hunka hunka. So, like, so, so, so how do you feel about Joe, uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Ew. Played well, hell out of that role. But see, that's the best one was different Joker though. That's D- what, that's different not, Joker. Different Joker. It's just, it's not the uh, origin story, but like. Right, but even that origin story, so like in the DC universe, right? It's fifteen fifty something parallel universes going on. So, but because there's, there's, there's so many derivatives of the Flash. Now, when I watch TV shows, like they just took all the Flash uh, timelines ever hey, submerged them because they had to turn Wally West yeah. into the Black Flash. Yeah, yeah. But he, oh, he got all weird with his hair though. He got he, Wally got kind of weird on the TV show. Yeah, he did. I always went on with dude, dude, kind of different. Um, what other shows are out there that I want to uh, check out? I want to check out that show, The Outsiders, also with Jason Bateman. I haven't yeah, checked it out yet. that look good. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, I just got. I, I'm just getting into watching um, Rick and Morty more. I never. I ain't watched cartoons. It's low key really. hilarious. It's hysterical. I think it's so many hidden messages in that show. It I is. just want anybody out there listening, please hit us up at uh, goodandallhoods at gmail Please, if you find hidden messages in Rick and Morty, email us. Let me know what you find it because I got the shirt, I got the socks, I got the calendar, I got game. the dog. I got. I know the whole goddamn family from Rick and Morty. That is my ish. So let me know, people. But yeah, man, that's it for now. I feel like I think anything else to talk about. Anything else on your minds? Yeah, if y'all don't hear from me for another week or two, or next week I should be here, but just in case y'all out there don't hear from me, Juice and Moon already know uh, I'm getting ready to donate a kidney. My boy. And that's, um, it's been really something really important to me. So if y'all don't hear from me, just email, be like, hey, it's the I, but uh, 
once it come out and once I get back on, oh, y'all know I'm coming back with more shit than ever. I'm going to be down, taking hella notes. Well, best believe, I'm, I'm going to try to get Jay to open up about the process uh, moving in, in, in the future and like going through this whole... This whole thing he's doing, man. He's doing, it's been he's like doing, a year-long process. He's, he's done some great stuff to transform himself mentally, physically, and get ready to do this incredible deed. So. But shout out to both of my brothers right here. Like, uh, what, I came home in 2018, yeah. and it's like, I feel like I've seen y'all more in these past two years than we did when we was going to school every day together. And I mean, yeah. but, th- but that's mad all love, bro. All four years school together. All four years. Yeah, too. but so, that's mad yeah. love, but. Yeah, man, and like. Mo, anything, anything going on with you, bro? You want to talk about anything you want to share? I mean, I just uh, drawing back on what I was saying uh, on the last show, man. Just using them five seconds, man. Five second rule. Five, four, three, two, one. Count yourself down. Make a decision. Make man, a decision. Make a decision. I yeah. love that. No hesitations out here. For sure. It was like today, today the scheduling with the podcast was kind of tricky. It was a bunch of moving, a bunch of moving things going on. I was like getting worried that it was not going to happen today. And, like, a thing with me, right, like, I just know, just dealing with, like, depression in the past and stuff like that, it's important to build routine. So, for me, like, the last, the last months, we started to start the podcast for real, for real. Um, I've been trying to make sure that every Saturday I'm up, I'm uploading the podcast, I'm, um, I'm trying to get the promo and stuff together, um, and then I, like, I do, I, I just, I just started, like, shaving my head, so I shave my head every Saturday. And I incorporate these like things into it and just like get a routine. And then Sunday, typically I try to get up with y'all and like brainstorm for the next week and record the next week and just get these kind of things in motion. And so far it's been now six weeks straight of doing this, man. I feel great and I'm I'm thankful for my bros for being here with me for the ride. Right. So uh a good takeaway from that is get your ass a routine. You know and if you need mental health help, especially if you're in the black community, because y'all just act like ain't no therapist around. We got please yeah. Go, <laughs> go get help, man. Take yeah, care of yourself, real, people, man. Real, I need uh I need y'all to be out there having babies that be listening to bullshit we talking. You know we talking good shit real, every week. Every week, man. J Black out. Yo, juice out. Money out, man. Till next time. Peace.